My name is Calvin West, host of 81 Degrees Kelvin, the podcast you're currently listening to. Let's dive on in and see what's hot today. Can you hear me, Greg? I yes. can hear you, yes. I can hear you. I can only hear you in my right ear, and that's so interesting. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Hold on, let me try to talk again. Hello. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. I'm Kelvin West. I am joined in the studio today via phone. Uh, Miss Divine. Divine, how are you? I'm awesome. Awesome. I'm not trying to spread germs today. Okay. <laughs> Transferring germs. Okay. So listeners out there, you know how we do. We get right to the point. These are the top four observations uh, that we have come across um, in the recent lineup of uh, the coronavirus here in America. And yes, I am drinking a, a glass of wine. I am recording this via video as well. So um, that is how that goes. So divine start. First observation. Go ahead. Um, well, you know, everybody's really going crazy right now and it's scary at, at times. I didn't realize how scary it was only because I don't know how affected I am yet. I do work at home, so I'm very fortunate for that. I've been working from home for about two years. Um, but I'm starting to realize that people around me, like friends, acquaintances that don't have an option, either because the company's not, you know, enforcing or opening that opportunity for them. And there's some that, you know, really are not in that type of business to where working at home will benefit anybody, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I have friends that are in the service industry that rely on making tips and serving customers. And, you know, I know people are saying close the places down, and I get that. But then I, I feel for the people that can't go home, like a bartender or a waitress, you know, because... They have bills, they have rent, and it's due. And it's like, is there going to be something in place for those people? Like, I'm you know, sure companies are not going to want to pay for that time. So you bring up a great point. You bring up a great point. I have, I have several, I mean, many friends that are, that work in the service industry. And one of the things that I kind of thought about was the fact that, you know, some of these, these restaurants and these bars and stuff that are out there, you know, they, they are, they're very busy bars and they, and they, this is my personal opinion. This is in my, my humble opinion, you know, they can afford to close their doors and they can afford to give their, their staff that, that are, you know, working on tips. They can afford to give them a stipend, you know, give them a two week stipend so that they can go home and they can protect themselves. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're working so hard to make sure that your company stays afloat before the virus, while the virus is happening, take care of them. You know, and I think, I think right. it goes, I mean, we're all in this together and I think that that's, that's the biggest thing. And, and so, which brings me to like my observation, one of my observations is that, you know, companies that are still making their people come to work, you know, so, so, you know, it's on the flip side now, like if you're making your people come to work and you're staying open because I don't know, you, you, you think you're bigger than this virus or, or that you don't think it's that serious. I just, I just, you know, I question that. And uh, I've had several right. friends out there that have been like, you know, I wish I could work from home, but my company just won't allow it. So, so they can work from home, but their company is still making them come in. And so, right. you know, that's just so interesting to me. So, you know. Well, you got, let's, let's think about like how many clubs locally in our town that we know that is very successful that you think can, um, you know, afford to like 
You know what? That's a great question. Good question. I'm just going to go and put it out there. I think our big clubs, I think, I think you're Charlie's Phoenix, Charlie's y'all make, you guys are like the the gay headquarters here in Phoenix. You can close, you know, you can close and you can give your, your, your staff a stipend. I mean, even if it's but just they're not closing. I, I know they're not closing. I know I they're not closing. Seen like they're, oh no. I've seen like it's so funny though. I've seen their posts like ten times regarding how that, they're right. trying to keep safety, but they're not closing. Divine, I've you have you, you have no idea. Everything. No, you have no idea. Listen, so on Instagram, I po- I made a comment. I saw that and I made a comment. I said if you truly cared about your about your um your 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 people that are coming to see you about the community, you close your doors. You know, how are you how are you protecting the people who don't go out, you know, and don't come to the bar when you're inviting their friends and family to come to your bar? How are you protecting them when they go home? You know, how are you protecting the well, protecting people I mean, that are not coming? And they took my comment down. They erased surprised? it. They erased my Are comment. I'm not surprised, oh. and that's and that's why I sh- I actually posted on my that's page. I was thing. like, Charlie's like, that's you guys don't care about about the community like at all. You know, pride shut down. Oh, I was really I proud mean, of proud. I, you know, we do that. We have to give credit where credit is due. I was very proud of pride, um, Phoenix Pride, because they, yeah. they shut it down. And and at first they weren't going to. They were they had the same kind of messaging right. in the beginning where it was like, you know, we want to we want to make sure that we take every precaution. And I get it. There's a little bit of a learning curve. But if you're seeing places like Google and like, you know, countries and New York and all these big places shutting down, which was happening very early of last week, if you're seeing these places shut down, why not follow suit? Why are you taking so long? Why are you trying to fight what's happening? Why are you going against the grain? That's my question. Well, it's not my first time going to say it, Charlie, but to be honest, they, to me, it's very, like, self-serving and, like, they just want to, you know, continue to be number one and, they are, but they yeah. can afford a clothes and they don't, but you know. And, and whether or not it's self-serving, as far as I'm concerned, whether or not it's self-serving, it's just irresponsible. And that's that's the that, that's the biggest thing. It's irresponsible um, to our local community. And so, you know, it, it just, it says a lot. It's, you know, this whole company stuff, it's um it's interesting you know I'm, I'm very proud of my husband's uh company and they they made the decision to to send their people home and so today was actually the first day that my husband and i work side by side well he's in a he's in a different room <laughs> he likes a little bit more quiet yeah. than i do when when working but um so but it was really it's really cool to see that companies are out there and they're supporting their teams and so um you know i i just i i i praise those who are doing that and and more power to them so everybody needs to follow suit people need to stay home they need to stay home. So another thing that I want to talk about, and this is one of my other observations, was that there are a lot of people posting out there, oh, my company sent us home. My company's giving us laptops. My company's doing this uh, to protect us. Now might be a good time to look up those companies and make it and, and start applying because those companies actually care about you. They're going to put you first. And so at least in a time yeah. of a pandemic, and when is that going to happen again, you know? So. Right. And I don't know how fast of a transition that can even be for a company because I've gone through experience of going from office to, you know, home. You know, it just depends on how you got to set up your service, your internet, Wi-Fi, whatever. So it depends on that, right? I don't know how fast these people can transition. Yeah. Or it's if a process. they just give people laptops and just go home. Because mine was a whole process. Because really? I wasn't doing it because of this epidemic or whatever. I was doing it because I wanted to. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, so I'm hoping that <laughs> yeah. these companies that are doing these changes, and even if it's temporary, that's great. Because, you know, it's 
it needs to happen. You know what's interesting about that is that um, so w- kind of one of my theories, and this is just just my thoughts uh, coming out, is that I think um, that this could potentially change the way work is done in the future. You know, because I think that what's right. going to happen is that as people go home, the the, producti- the productivity of the work that they do is going to go up. And I think that companies will see that, hey, man, like, whoa, you know, these everybody work from home and we got more done quicker and better quality. Well, right. And I see that, too. But can, can we also go into like the other topic? Because I made I do a lot of, you know, joking and I sometimes I'm shady sometimes. So I made a that's all good a post on my Facebook. It was lighthearted to me. Yeah. And, so what it was, I said, you know, oh, it's a controversy or a conspiracy. Sorry, um, like just like the nine eleven World Trade Center, they knocked them down to get rid of information that was in those buildings. And then to me, it was like, okay, so what is the purpose of coronavirus? Is yeah. it to wipe somebody out? So that was just me being lighthearted. And I had a friend comment and say, "What did you speak to people in Italy?" Or the victims or whoever, and I said no. But it's not my comment was not negating the fact that people are being are either passing away or being very sick or losing their jobs, whatever the case may be. It's not negating none of that. I get that. Absolutely. But my Absolutely. purpose of posting that was because what is it that what is the purpose of it? Is there like a conspiracy about it? Because you know, even though it's still affecting people. I don't mind getting that part. Yeah. I, that was just my little expression at the moment. Yeah. Well, and of course, I got some flack because people were like blocking me and yeah. leaving me comments like, block this track <clears throat> and I'm a Trump troll. I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, it, it, you can, first and foremost, what I'll say to you is this is that, that the opinions that you have, if you, if you have a question or you've got an opinion about something or a thought about something, you have every right to have that. That, that is that is your mind. That is your thoughts. That is your perception. That is your point of view. And you have every right to say that. Now, that being said, this, you putting that message out there. People have the exact same right to take that and perceive that however they want to perceive that. Yeah. So that's kind of the. I mean, you're you're a content creator, and we're going to get into you know. Well, we'll give a shout out to, to all your stuff uh, at the end of this episode. But you're a content creator. You, you get it. You know what I mean. That that comes with right. being a content creator. When you put your voice out there, you know, you subject yourself to people's opinions. So that's neither here nor there, as far as I'm concerned. And I think that um, you know. I, Based on what I know of you, you're a curious person, and you and your way of asking questions is, is sometimes very uh, shady, if you will. Okay, well, <laughs> because I, I, and, that, and no, and that's I will be the first one to admit that I am. And and listen, I anybody and and you don't and you are always welcome here, love. That was actually just a that was a um, it was a head nod to your show, Sip and Shade, which we're going to talk about. And we're going to give you a shout out for. But uh, so, but my what I'm really yeah. trying to say about that is that um, so my next. My next statement to that is, um, you know, conspiracy theories happen all the time. They absolutely do. And you know what? If you get lost in them sometimes or if you just kind of 
take a look at it, some of that stuff makes sense. Listen, I was there for 9-11. I was, I was in school at the time. I was at Pace University. My uh, university was is right there at the, um, it's at the beginning of the Brooklyn Bridge on the Manhattan side. And uh, it was a stone's throw away from the World Trade Center. My fir- The first building that I went to when I went to college, I was 21 years old, 20 years old. I went to the World Trade Center and I remember laying in that big fountain with the big world, which was, that was the set for the whiz, if anybody knows that, but that's some crazy information. And, you know, I was there. And when you're there, when you were there and you saw those towers live, you knew in your heart of hearts, those towers are not supposed to fall. Like these were humongous. These are humongous. There's just no way they're supposed to fall. And then I watched those planes. I watched it live. I watched those planes go into those buildings. And then again, in my head, I'm like, wow, they're just going to have to fix that really big hole in the World Trade Center. And then one crumbled. And then the other one crumbled. And it, and it, it just fell so easily. It fell so easily. Right. So, of course, that by just by the law of like me, my eyes working, that's not that does not one plus one does not equal two there. You know what I mean? Something else is going on right. because these things fell too easily, too quickly and almost as if it was, you know, uh, yeah, it, it was orchestrated. Now, I'm not sitting here right. saying that, that it was, but it appears that way. And people have a right to be curious and to ask questions. And if those questions don't get answered or if they get hushed really quickly, well, then one can only assume that there's something else going on. Now, in regards to the coronavirus, right. here we are at election time. I mean, tomorrow is the day that we go vote and there's a and there's a quarantine. Cities are being shut down. That's that's I mean, it's I mean, if you were just going to be curious, that sounds like a coincidence. Like, I mean, that's that's too it's too close, you know, and this is a very this is a very high. This is a very high risk uh, uh, election. This is a big time election. This is if Trump's going to win again, you know, like right now we're in that space of election. And it's like, why right now? You know, it's people thinking that, you know, especially because of the history that we've dealt with before. You know, now you have more of an open forum to, you know, pass information instantly. It was a thought that and I had today. I, I was able to go and drop off my um, drop off my ballots today. And this is and, and I, I just want to go out and say this to anyone listening to, to this show is that I, this is not about it's not about who we're voting for. It's not about anything like that. This is just about right. this is very this is very close to a very important election. It doesn't matter what side you're on. It's still a very important election. And the reality is this. So here's the other side of that thought, right? So now if we, if, if election day is tomorrow, right? Or, or uh, if, if, you know, this is to find out who the, you know, the, the person running against Trump's gonna be. But if the election day is tomorrow, like it's also gonna take out, so, so and this virus is attacking people who are above 60. And, you know, I, I've heard it called, I, I'm not, I'm not, um, you know, uh, approving of, of this wording or anything, but uh, of this phrase, but the, the boomer remover is what I've heard um, that this coronavirus is is being called. And I don't think that that's appropriate at all. And I, and I really hate that, that, that we're going to that, but what is it? What was it? I've heard it called the boomer remover because it's really only, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, talking about some shade, honey, come on now. Um, yeah. So much shade. <laughs> you heard it here first. That was um, concrete. That's, I mean, that's the, that's some, that is some shade. That's like, dang, dude, the boomer remover. But, yeah. but now, but, but just, but if you think, but there's, a, you know, again, there's, there's a, just like there's a, um, there's truth to every joke, right? So let's say that's a joke. The truth is, is that, I mean, right. it's, it is, it is people in that age bracket that are being affected the most and dress and, and you know, they're dying. And so what effect does that have on, on those people coming out to the polls? And those people are, you know, a lot, a lot, you know, so 
it, it goes, it goes, it goes so many ways. It's just the rabbit hole goes deeper and deeper. So how do you want, how do you, what do you, what are your ideas on having people prepare to be like isolated for like, a I'm going to go, time? that's a great question. And, and here's how I'm going to answer that question. I'm just going to tell you what my husband and I did. And, um, and I'm going to tell you, um, I'm going to tell you when we did it. Okay. Um, so when this stuff started coming out, uh, about three weeks ago, right, is, is when this, this really started to kind of catch some, catch some, uh, catch some speed here. And um, I kept telling my husband, I was like, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta go, we gotta get, we gotta get food, we gotta get food. Like I just, um, again, be, I think it's, it's because I was in nine eleven. Like I just, I go into survival mode, and I, and I know, right. I know what that is. I just, I can sense it, and so, and, and it's not that it was like I don't, I don't have anything other than you know, I don't have anything special that that people, other people don't have. I'm just watching the news, and I'm just looking out there and seeing it. And what I've noticed was, is that. Nobody's, everybody's making light of it. Everybody's joking about it, but there are clear cases of it happening in these other countries and whatnot. And so if so you're you trying to, what's I that? Think I'm suffering. I was suffering from this too. Yeah. And, and listen, totally, that? totally. People did not take this seriously. They didn't take it seriously. Exactly. And so, and so people it, are right. suffering from, it won't happen to me. It won't happen. To, and so that's another observation that I want to talk about is, and, and, but before we get there, so, so number one, you're too late. You're not too late, but you're you're in that you're in that you're in that panic time. Now people are panicking. So what's interesting is that three weeks ago, two weeks ago, when you're when everybody is shaming the people that are going out there and they're stocking up on toilet paper, they're stocking up with all this stuff. Yeah. And every and everybody and so you had this difference, you had this energy on Facebook. You know, I watched it a lot on Facebook. You had this energy on Facebook where people are shaming these people, saying, You guys are panicking, it's not that big deal, it's just like the flu. But then it got worse and it kept getting worse and like the numbers kept growing and it kept, and and spreading very rapidly and things started shutting down and people were still in this mm-hmm. it's not real it's just like a flu and so how do you prepare this is how you prepare first of all you take it seriously number 2 you go out yeah. there you don't buy don't 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 take everything off the shelf that's not the goal right that's not the goal because you have to look out for your fellow man okay but you know what Kelvin? you okay people who a lot of families shop in bulk, right? Yeah. They buy big things, they buy a lot of stuff. They don't, you never realize how much you're buying until it's gone. Right. And now it seems yes. like, you know, or, or now it seems like you're over buying and everybody's judging people because, oh, everybody's stocking up. I stock up all the time because exactly. I'm used to that. Exactly. But I and never, yes. Yes. Like right now, like right now, like I haven't been to the stores because right. I don't know how empty they are. When people show me see pictures on social media that it's empty, I don't believe it. So I feel like it's just a fake meme. Well, well let's store, right? well let's discover that. Let's because let's let's discover that. How do why do you what keeps you from believing an image that you're looking at? Like you, these aren't these aren't because fake a photos. A lot of stuff on media, on social media, is not always one hundred percent. And then yeah. the thing is too. I don't go shopping in the stores typically. Yeah. I'm more, I do online shopping. Like I have my groceries delivered to my door. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's a, that's great. And you can still do those things. I don't, I don't have the visual and I haven't had the experience of going to the store and not seeing the toilet paper aisle empty or the water bottle aisle empty or the clean supply empty. Like I haven't experienced that because I don't go to the store to shop. I get myself delivered to my front door. Yeah. 
from Walmart because I have the delivery service for them. So and that's why for me, it, I was delayed and not taking it too serious because of that, it's me. just it's just. But see, and, and we're the same thing. We don't we we don't get our groceries ordered, but it's part of our routine, right? So what we like to do is we like to go to the gym, and then we go to the, the new fries downtown, and um and we just get right. what we need for the day. But now when you're thinking about the the government saying, hey, you guys cannot leave your house, now it's a different story because now you have to now you have to prepare like you cannot leave, and so how you prepare is you make sure that you've got meals. You know, it, things to make meals, things that are that can be uh, in dry goods like like canned beans and all that kind of stuff. And then you're gonna need some you're gonna need some frozen goods. You need you need some frozen meat like your ground beef. You need your um you need your ground you know your chicken and stuff like that stuff that you can freeze and that will last over the month. And then you just put stuff together. What do you think about people, about stores marking up their products? Well, stores really can't do that. It's called price gouging, and and uh, and you they can get in real trouble for that. So if you're seeing price gouging out there, um, you just gotta report it because they can get in trouble. It's, there was a story about uh, these two brothers who bought, who went drove across country when this stuff first started happening, and they bought up all the dollar store hand sanitizer and started selling it on Amazon for eighty dollars a bottle. Of the little hand, and they were getting that money until sure. Amazon shut them down. So Amazon saw that the pricing, it only lasted for like an hour. So they, they ended up with over 17,000 or something like that. The number might be off, but I think it was 17,000 uh, bottles of hand sanitizer uh, that they couldn't do anything with because they shut them down. They couldn't sell it. I still can't believe that people were desperate enough to buy a little tiny bottle of hand sanitizer like that was going to save their life. <laughs> Well, I mean, listen, if, if, if it's taking out the coronavirus, you know, you know, you know, what's interesting is that why if hand sanitizer, wait, hold on, wait a minute. If hand sanitizer can keep it's you from getting coronavirus, well, hold on, if, if, if hand sanitizer can keep you from getting the coronavirus, why don't we just inject everybody with hand sanitizer? Please don't do that. Do this at home, people. That is just me. That's a thought. Do not try that. But really, though, like. It, how is hand sanitizer going to keep you from having the coronavirus because it kills the germs, but we can't find a cure for it? That's very interesting. Exactly. It's just like... That's interesting. I just don't get how people are like... I I don't know how stuff is going now. Like, it doesn't make sense to me because, you know, people shop every day. They buy stuff all the time. We get paid every day. Yeah. Government assistance, house with food and everything. It's like... Why are we running out? Where is the shortcoming from? Are the distributing companies not delivering to these stores anymore? No, they're just, I think, out of the country. It's, it's, it's supply and demand, my friend. It's supply and demand. What, what's happening is, is that um, stores only order so much because they, they have a general, you know, a general idea of what their, of what their, you know, their, 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 their you know, their market is going to need because they do it every day, right? So, man, that's part of a manager's job is, shop, is restocking the shelves because there's a, you know, people come in and they shop and then they, and they go home. And and they know how to restock the store, but now when you have everyone shopping, you can't do that. It's it's a different, it's a completely different ballgame because now you have everyone shopping. They're all taking large amounts, and so there's plenty of stuff out there. And this this is where the panic, the don't panic comes in, is that there's plenty of stuff out there. The store, the stocks, the the shelves will be restocked. That is going to happen. The, so yeah, people are people are thinking like, oh my god, this is the end of days. There's not going to be anything left. No, there will be stuff left, but you need we needed to have been shopping like this and, and, and getting ready for this three weeks ago. 
That's that's the only thing that's right. happening now. So all that time that people are out posting pictures of themselves at bars, thinking that they're you know happier than life. Yeah, sure, of course you're going to survive it. But are you prepared for the panic that's going to ensue? And the panic that's going to ensue yeah. is is from the people who are not taking it seriously in the beginning. So we were stocked up about two weeks ago, and um, you know now we're sitting here watching the news of like these long lines at Costco and all sorts of kind of stuff, and it's like. These are the same people that were complaining about other people panicking two weeks ago, you know, and it's Correct. just like that. That's a lesson to learn from all this. But that is our time, my friend. That is our time. That is 81 degrees. Kelvin yeah, divine. We can go hours on this. We can't go hours on this. And, and, and that's OK. We, you know, this is great. I want to know a little about you. What, what uh, you have your own YouTube channel. What is it? Well, my um, YouTube channel is called Sip and Shade. Sip and Shade. It's Spell it out for our listeners. Um, S-I-P-P-I-N, sipping, and then second word, shade, S-H-A-D-E. Um, my co-host with my good friend, Robbie, and he's actually a nurse, and he's frontline in all this craziness. And, interesting, interesting. You know, I think that's I'd love to hear from him. I'd love to have him on the show tomorrow. I would love to have him on the show. Yes, because he's dealing with a whole bunch of people coming into his clinic, and they're run, they're even running out of supplies in their clinic. So imagine that. Amazing. So definitely talk to him. But yeah, so sit and stay, subscribe, like, comment, see whatever shady videos he's this is Miss Divine. She's absolutely amazing. What a very good friend of mine. Thank you so much for your thoughts and opinions on the coronavirus. Uh, that is my show, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, that's 81 Degrees Kelvin. 81 Degrees Kelvin is brought to you by WhyPodcasts.com. The 81 Degrees Kelvin podcast can be found on all major platforms, including Google, Apple, and Spotify. And remember, for your podcast needs, YBS, go with the best. WhyPodcasts.com. Tomorrow's solutions today.